Hello, welcome to this Friday evening episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Hodes. Follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Happy Friday to you all. We are here to have another great, great weekend. You know, it's just, I, I can't believe these weeks just keep flying on by. It really is ridiculous. Um, happy June 12th day to you Penguins fans. Of course, a very big day in Penguins history. As always, this show is brought to you by Bill Barr, but you know, as I was saying, June 12th, uh, you know, the Penguins just have a date with destiny with this date. Um, of course, this day 11 years ago, the Pittsburgh Penguins won their third Stanley Cup, their first one in 17 years before when they went back to back in 1991 and 1992. And then on this day, four years ago, the Pittsburgh Penguins won the 2016 Stanley Cup over the San Jose Sharks. But you know, we'll just do a little. You know, we'll just talk about these uh, these two Stanley Cup finals since, you know, it is June 12th day. Um, we'll talk about it kind of from my perspective and my family's perspective and how much these, you know, mean to me. I'm sure all these mean a lot to you guys as well. Um, I remember the 2009 one. I remember most of it. Um, I was still, what was I at that time? 11, I think. So, I mean, I remember watching the game, though. And, you know, my mom, of course, who was just, she's ridiculous when she watches with me. Um I would always come. I came home from college during my um, after twenty after the twenty sixteen cup. I was a freshman in college and going into their back to back year. And you know we've been we always watch the playoffs together. This has been a thing honestly since they kind of started their streak. We have we have like our own little spots. Basically, my mom sits on the couch. I sit um, on the carpet near this little table thing, and like it's just we, we it's we're very very superstitious. You know we really don't get up unless we have to. Use the restroom, maybe get a drink or whatever. It's just we we have superstitious shirts that we wear. You know, that the, the strip had this shirt, uh, Malkin in the middle for the 2016 one that I would always wear on elimination games. They won basically every single one up until the 2017-18 uh, one until I retired that. But anyways, I'm just rambling on here. But so me and mom, I remember, yeah, we sat in our spots. She was on the right side of the couch. I'm on the right side of the, of the table. And, you know, we're watching. She's, she's way more nervous than I am. I wasn't. I was, of course, a fan of the team, but I wasn't as big of a fan as I am now. I mean, as you get older, you just you start you understand it more. I still didn't understand um, parts of the game that I do now. So, um, I'm, but <laughs> anyways, but remember, I asked my mom going into. It, I'm like, mom, how do you feel? How do you feel about going into this? You know, are we gonna do it this year? And she looked at me, and then she's like, yes, with most emphatic yes I've ever heard her say. I'm like, okay, I guess they're gonna do it. Um, so of course my stepdad's down there too, and he's a Capitals fan. So of course he's rooting for the Red Wings to go back to back after his Capitals got eliminated by the Penguins in seven games. So we're watching, you know, the Penguins. They're they're coming out okay, but the Red Wings, of course, they come out they come out pretty strong. My mom's just gasping all the time. Um, the one thing that she always will say, "Get it out, get it out, get it out." She probably repeats. I could we could do a drinking game, and I honestly think you would probably be drunk in. 30 seconds, the, how many times she says it. It's her favorite thing to say. She's been saying it for over a decade um, that we've watched games together. And, you know, I, I'm kind of, I've been worn out by it J- just a little bit, I, I would say. But, um, yeah, she, that's just that's just her thing. And then, of course, you know, you get the first Max Talbot goal. You know, we both go berserk. And then the second one comes. And then she goes crazy. I go crazy. My stepdad's sitting there like, what the hell is going on? And, and then, of course, you know, we had the Sidney Crosby injury. And I did, the one thing I remember from that game that's what, what's not related to, like, how me and my mom were reacting was just in the third period, you know, the Penguin just hanging on for dear life. 
barely chipping into the red line. The Red Wings had the puck the entire freaking period. I, it was just like, can we get an offensive possession here in the offensive zone? Can we get a shot on net? The Penguins really were not getting a lot of pucks on Osgood in that third period. I mean, they were just they was they were just basically turtling. I guess is the word I should use. They were literally turtling the lead. The Red Wings finally get a goal with less than I think it was like less than what eight seven minutes left in the third period to cut it to two to one. Jonathan Erickson. And then, you know, the, the one, the post heard around the world still is 11 years later. That post with less than three minutes left in the third period, the Penguins up two to one. I think it was Erickson that hit it or was it Cronwall? I'm, I'm, I can't. It's one of the two. I know Erickson scored the goal. I'm going to have to go back and double check. I know it's one of the two. But, I mean, I remember when that hit off the post, my mom probably let out the biggest uh, yelp, I guess, is the word for it. And I, I just, I stood, I put my hands over my mouth and then onto my head. I was like, did that, I asked her, I'm like, did that go in? And she looked at me, she's like, no. I'm like, okay, so we're, we're back in business. I remember seeing the Red Wings fans just jump up and, I, oh, that was just, and then of course, you know what happened with Marc-Andre Fleury at the end of the game. And then, you know, I, I wish I was old enough or close to being old enough to drink at that point because I probably would have gotten way too shit-faced at that point. But, you know, we'll have a story about the 2016 um cup coming up after this but you know i remember just when that horn sound marc-andre Fleury made that save on nicholas lidstrom who of course played like he was 22 at the time even though he was going on close to 40 i remember we like me and my mom we like we like just jumped onto each other and just started screaming and my stepdad's just sitting there like what the fuck is going on i don't think my sister was down there i don't even she's never really given a shit about sports to be honest but um yeah, just being there with my mom at that moment, you know, I, I remember a few of her tears were coming down. She, she had, of course, you know, she had seen two before. This was my first one. So she was just really excited that I got to see um, one of the first championships I've ever seen for my sports teams. Of course, I saw the 2005 Steelers one. We saw the Steelers win the Super Bowl again, but still, this was the first hockey one that I got to go through. And, you know, she was just so happy. You know, I remember she called my grandma, my grandpa. They were on the phone screaming and yelling. My uncle called. He was so excited, too. He's not as big of a Penguins fan as he's a Steelers fan. He's honestly one of the biggest reasons I am a Steelers fan. But, you know, he watches the Penguins when they're in the playoffs and sometimes during the season. But even he was just super excited. I remember my mom, she she had a bottle of um, wine, and she just corked that open, poured herself a glass. She chugged it like it was no tomorrow. And she got herself another glass. And then she slowly drank that one, but yeah, <laughs> mind you, I mean, this was my mom 11 years ago. She she was in her 30s, but still, she was going crazy. Um, I like I said, I wish I could have had a drink, but I mean, that was it was just so much fun to watch that with her. It's always fun to watch all the playoff runs with her, just because I can see how you know animated she gets. You know, she doesn't watch too many of the regular season games because you know she has to work, she has to do other stuff with my stepdad and my sister and. She just doesn't have the time that, like, I have to, like, watch every single game and, of course, do this podcast and write about the team for other websites. Hell, I'm, I don't even think she really knows how to use the streams on Reddit, to be honest with you. So, um, yeah, it was just to, just to see that, just to go through that that first time with her and just to see how excited she was, that whole playoff run. And then, of course, the team culminate at the end with beating the Red Wings. Um, just absolutely spectacular. Um I'll, I'll, I'll keep saying, you know, that Red Wings team was disgusting, man. I, I still don't know how the Penguins won that series with how much talent the Red Wings had. 
you know, to go into Joe Lewis Arena where the Red Wings did not lose very often during that spring and to beat them two to one. <laughs> it's just, you can't, you can't make it up. That's all I'll say about that. That run was so much fun. You know, um, I'm really glad I witnessed it when I was 11. And another funny story that came out of that. I remember, I think it was that night. What was the next day? I called the girl I had a crush on at the time in middle school. This was when I was in sixth grade. So, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, there. Okay, I found it. Okay, her name was. Oh, this is a particular, um, particular interesting name. Her name was Genesis. I don't remember her last name. Long, long time ago. I think that night, because I was so like just an idiot at the time. I think I sang "We Are the Champions" to her by Queen. I think when I walked into school the next uh, morning, she looked at me. And then she just was like, I got your voice. And I was like, yeah. She goes, that was one of the weirdest things I'd ever heard. I'm like, wow. You know, I saying we are the champions to you and you're just going to do me dirty like that. So, um, yeah, that's how that went. But, you know, I think she, she gave me a hug, I think, afterwards. And um, I don't think I've spoken to her much since then. Hell, I don't even know where she is. But still, that that is a funny story that came out of that. I remember that clear as day. But I just wanted to share these uh memories with you guys because june 12th is one of the biggest days in penguins history you know it has a lot of meaning for me and i'm just like one of the it just you know my my fandom for the penguins just sky uh, skyrocketed from there it was all i was already a fan um then i was a fan before then but you know from then it just it skyrocketed even more I'll, I'll, I'll just say that but all right you know what has also skyrocketed lately is rockauto.com you know it's a family business it serves Auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The catalog is unique on the website. It's remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, the prices of rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and the do-it-yourselves. You can go to rockauto.com right now and you can see all the parts available for your car or truck. You can, and then you can write LOCKED ON in all caps and their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you it's amazing selection very very good low prices all the parts your car will ever need that's rockauto.com all right so we're back on this episode for locked on penguins and you know it's time to talk about that 2016 run of course and the penguins beat the san jose sharks three to one on this day four years back um <laughs> what a what a season that was you know senior year of high school for me so you know that was a big one you know the big send off the big um screw you i guess to the uh, capitals fans at broad run high school where i went to high school you know that was truly one of the best feelings in the world to see all the capitals fans you know not only hurt that the penguins won the stanley cup that season but that they lost to the penguins in the playoffs in six games when nick benino had his heroics in overtime, just about a little over five minutes in. I remember walking into school that next day. There, there's a there's a few cast fans that like we were talking a lot of shit to each other at the time. And I walked in with my Penguins jersey. I saw them, pointed at them. They they turned right around. I'm like, yeah, you guys, you you have nothing to say now. So um, that was that was just a lot of fun. But you know that they actually won the Stanley Cup on the night that I graduated high school, and you know that that's that's a funny story too. So, you know, Broadrun did this thing where you know apparently you can't have your phones during the commencement ceremony. That you had to give your phone off to your parents, or you had to give it to like someone when you walk in. I know, very very stupid. I, I was, and of course the game freaking starts during the ceremony, so it's like, oh my god. 
So I, I'm just sitting there. Like I, I look up at the clock and the game is, I, I see the game starting. I'm like, can we just end this so I can go the hell home already? And after, after my name is called, I go up. I wish I could have gone into the mic and said, you know, tonight's night, the Pittsburgh Penguins win, bring home Lord Stanley's cup. Probably would have gotten booed. Probably would also not have cared. But, um, I remember because I, I knew exactly where my family was sitting. My mom and all that. My grandparents came down, my uncle and aunts. And I looked up and my, my grandpa points to me to get my attention. I, I look up at him and he said, he put out one zero with his fingers. And I, I yelled Pittsburgh and he goes, yes. And say I threw up a very big fist, fist pump would be a massive understatement. I had people look at me weirdly, but you know what? I really didn't care. So then, you know, I get outside. Um, one of the buddies who's actually a Cavs fan that, you know, we were talking a bunch of crap to, um, in school during the series, you know, he was a good friend of mine too. So, you know, he was actually one of the people that I really did not mind from my high school. Um, for those who don't know me, I, I hated most of the kids that went there. I hope to never mostly see them ever again, but I saw him. I was like, Hey buddy, like congratulations. I said, yeah, you too. I was like, I was like, I see you have your phone. I was like, is there any chance you can um, just check the score again? He goes, oh, for, for that team. I'm like, yes, very, very much appreciate it. He goes, all right, it's still one nothing. I was like, can you tell me who scored it? Cause I had no idea. He goes, oh wow. He goes, it's Brian Dumoulin. I'm like, wow, Brian Dumoulin gets the, gets the opening goal. Did not um, expect that. So um, I remember I finally found my, my parents and all, but I'm like, and I, you had to all like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And she's like, okay. So, you know, we get in the car, I get my phone back and then, you know, I'm just live. I'm just trying to live tweet the game, I'm trying to listen to it on the radio, trying to, um, see what people are saying. And then of course, while I'm on the ride home, Chris Kunitz does not score on the empty netter, which he should have because he got that pass from Evgeny Malkin. He passes it right back to Malkin, which it should have been, I think, um, three, one, or I think it would have been, yeah, I think it would have been three, one at that point. But I, you know, I remember that Couture tied it while I was going home and then, um, just of course, a couple minutes later, you know, Latang scores, and I, I when I'm refreshing on Twitter, everyone just says Latang, 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 and I just I shout, I'm like, well, Chris Latang just scored, and my mom, she immediately turned around and she's like, what did you just say? I'm like, yeah, Chris Latang just scored, and then she was just like, oh my fucking god! So she's she's telling Steve, my stepdad, book it, book it, book it. So you know, we finally get home right in time for the third period, and then you know, we're just you know, clench butt cheeks time, you know, 20 minutes away. You have the two one lead, you know, and then the penguins just do their thing. That's it's one of the best times I've ever seen um, them execute Mike Sullivan's system. Though one one more, well, I'll say this one thing before I um, get back to this. Um, it's a little off topic, but during during the season, there was one moment where I knew this team was different. It was the game I think March twenty first, March twenty second, somewhere around there against the Capitals. They were playing them at home. They had just beaten the Flyers. Um, before that, during that weekend, they crushed them, I think, in Philadelphia. And the Penguins, you know, they jump out to that 2 nothing lead. The Capitals come back to tie it. And then the Penguins, you know, Kunakel scores, Schultz scores, 5-2. And then I think it went to 6-2. And I think they won the game 6-2, 6-3, something like that. And they were just blew the doors off the Capitals that game. And that's when I was, I was watching it while we were out to dinner with uh, some of my family. And, you know, that's just when I was like, okay, this team looks different. They play different. They're responding to Mike Sullivan. This team ha- potentially has a very, very deep playoff run in them. And, you know, they, they did not disappoint in the slightest. But, okay, anyways, back to the um, story. So, you know, it gets it, – we're, we're getting down to crunch time here, a few minutes left, and then, you know, the two-minute mark hits. And I'm like, oh, my God, I think they're going to do this. Because the Sharks, they're not getting anything on that. Hell, they're barely even gaining the offensive zone. The Penguins are just – using their one, two, two neutrals out to a freaking T. They are just 
dominating the Sharks that whole period. You know, I really don't, like I said, I really don't think the Sharks gained the zone maybe more than four to five times during that period. There was just nothing for them. Matt, Matt Murray, I think, only saw one or two shots that entire period, which is just absolutely insane. And of course, you know, a minute, you know, comes. And then, of course, you know, the, the person that I'm dating at the time, you know, we're not going to speak her name because um, for reasons. Um, you know, she calls me and then because she, she's like hate watching, of course, because she, she's a fan of a rival team, the Rangers. And then, you know, um, as it clocks down, you know, Patrick Hornquist gets the empty netter, threw my hands up, ran around the house. Uh, my grandma started yelling. My grandpa started yelling. My mom went berserk. Um, everyone at the house was just going crazy. And then, you know, when the, that clock hit zero, you know, I just I got up, went to uh, the cooler, grabbed myself a Corona and chugged it right in front of my whole family. Not even joking. Uh, my mom looked at me and she was just like, Hunter, what in the hell are you doing? And I was just like, what? I'm celebrating. I mean, I was 18 at the time, so you're close enough to 21. So who really gives a crap? But yep, I chugged it right in front of her. You know, she was cared for a split second and then, you know, went up and got another one and started drinking that. I had way too many beers that night. I had way too many beers uh, the, the the year later. And I think for my high school, they were having like an all night grad party at like a place across the street. I was honestly so tempted to go over there um, a couple beers in and just like rub it in everyone's faces, but I didn't want to be an ass. But um, yeah, it was just uh, that, that run. These two runs just spoke to me so much. Um, they were so bittersweet. You know, the fact that the team was able to get there and just win these cups, you know, and also, you know, just, I, I know these stories were long and, you know, you might not care about them or whatever but you know it just it means so much that you know that my family was there to watch them with me um during these you know most of the games that i watch you know they're just by myself you know my mom's doing other things when i'm at home when i was at school you know i watched them by myself none of my room roommates really cared about hockey which was pretty unfortunate but you know these just they just really spoke to me um it was so much fun to finally get that second cup for crosby you know that was the first one in seven years so you know, going from age 11 to 18, you've seen a lot in <laughs> Penguins history up to that point. You know, the Flyers series, the Bruins series, the series against the Habs, the, the crosby malkin Les series, the 3-1 choke to the Rangers in 2014, the embarrassing five defenseman year in 2015, and then to finally get that one, you know, that was just awesome. And, you know, I'll always remember that one, especially because, you know, I graduated high school on that night. Um, I know not a lot of people really give a shit about graduating high school. Um, I'm not like really super big on it, to be honest. I was much, much more excited for my college graduation, but still, whenever I think about my high school graduation, I will think about how the Penguins won the Stanley Cup that night and how I got back right in time for the most important part, which was the third period. So, um, yeah, um, I'm, I'll just say this though. If you guys hated me telling these stories, please be sure to let me know. You can tweet me, DM me. I don't care how you reach me. If you hated them, please tell me. If you loved it, please tell me. I'll tell more awesome penguin stories with my family. I could spend a whole week of episodes just talking about what my mom has done during penguins games and well honestly what we both have done because like we're both just a riot during the games. But um yeah, you know, I figured I'd take most of this episode to just basically just talk about, you know, what I was doing on, on this night four years ago and what I was doing on this night eleven years ago. And I'm just glad that I was able to remember both pretty, pretty distinctly, I would say. But another thing I can remember very distinctly because I just actually had one is a Bilt Bar. They're 
protein bars that taste like a candy bar, 16 amazing flavors, eight chocolate nut flavors, eight chocolate nut free flavors. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. The favorite flavor still is one of my one of mine is still the mint brownie. 15 grams of protein, 110 calories, four grams of sugar, five grams of net carbs. We still have that offer. You can go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on. You'll get $10 off your first order. That's promo code locked on for $10 off at builtbar.com. All right, so we'll just have this little segment before we uh, call it a week here. Um, the NHL announced their phase three plans yesterday. Looks like they're targeting July 10th to go into training camp. But, you know, the biggest line in that, though, was the line where they said in their announcement, you know, this is provided that medical and safety conditions allow and the parties have reached an overall agreement on resuming play. So, yeah, that, of course, that's that's the biggest line or the sentence, I guess, in that overall statement. You know, you got to make sure that, you know, there's not a lot of spike in cases. You got to make sure it's safe to do this. What's going to happen with the families? They still have to come to an agreement, like the statement says, on resuming play. They have a lot of hurdles to clear, but, you know, apparently I did read that they wanted to get this out of the way because the NBA has a very, very detailed calendar that they released today. Um, they also released part of it um, before the NHL did, so they kind of wanted to get it out there after the NBA did because I'm sure they saw how detailed the NBA's one is. But, you know, there are more Penguins, it looks like, are trickling onto the ice as well. We saw John Marino. No full face shield. It looks like he's back to a regular helmet. Um, I don't know if you guys are following Evgeny Malkin on Instagram, but he is looking like Rocky Balboa outside in his backyard just chopping these pieces of wood with these, like, hammers or whatever he just he looks like a complete boss out there you know I'm, i almost want to like take that and just like edit it and just put the rocky music <laughs> right with it i feel like that'd be so um freaking funny um is there anything else that i forgot to talk about i do not believe there is so i think that's gonna do it for this episode of locked on penguins like i said if you guys enjoyed uh the stories that i had about my family and how how much june 12 2009 and 2016 means to me i really just, you know, let me know. I really appreciate it. And like I said, if you hate them, if you think that was one of the most boring things in the world, also tell me, you know, I won't hate you if you, um, if you did, you know, I won't hold it against you, but, um, you know, we'll have more content coming next week. Um, you know, we're getting that much closer to hockey folks, hopefully, um, just a few more weeks, hopefully till training camp, you know, as of course the announcement said, if, um, the medical and safety, um, protocols allow. So like I said, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Locked On Penguins. Um, I really do always appreciate it. I, I appreciate everyone always listening to this. I still can't believe I've done over 100 episodes of this. You know, sooner or later, we may have 200 of these done. I just, I love doing it. I love that you guys continue to listen and hear me just embarrass myself and talk to myself three days a week. Um, well, it'll move to five days a week, I think, in the next few weeks. I was on the conference call with a few people today and we're looks like we're targeting around when training camp is going to pick up when we'll go back to five days a week with a season revamp. But, you know, cross our fingers for that. But have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes, the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. As always, thank you guys so much for listening to every single episode, and we will talk to you all next week.